Hello and welcome to another Lessons from the Battlefield. I'm Ben. I'm Tori. And uh, we're going to continue to do our, our series week to week that we do, um, School of the Mighty, uh, which is really the focus of this ministry is to raise up mighty men and women of God um, that are to take after the character of Jesus and um, live the way that he lives um, in modern society, how to be mighty right where you're at in whatever it is you're doing and whatever yeah. your situations are in your family and your work, um, emulating him, emulating David and the mighty men in the old Testament and, and how their lives looked, um, how to walk in the Holy, the power of the Holy spirit on a day-to-day -day basis and stay conscious of his presence in your life. And, and really this week, what we wanted to talk about is, um, something David prays in Psalm 51 10, where he says, uh, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. We there's we we've, we've heard songs about this verse, and there's been there's a famous hymn um, about that verse. And um, really, what we wanted to do is we wanted to focus on not just we we didn't want to dive so much into the 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 context of the story in terms of why he said it and what was going on in David's life. We wanted to focus more along the lines of how does this how does a prayer like that apply to us now? Yeah. And why did he pray it in terms of what it is that he's meaning when he's making this request of God? Mm -hmm. And how does that apply to us in terms of what we want in relationship with, with God also? Yeah. So exactly. when David says, we wanted to start with, with just kind of um, understanding what a clean heart is. So when David, we want to kind of explore that, what he meant when he said a clean heart. Well, the, uh, the, biblically, the heart is the, the center of your emotions and your desires and your thoughts. Yeah. So, when, so David is asking God, clean up my thoughts, clean up my emotions, clean up my desires. Mm -hmm. Now, remember, he... Just a quick background to this. Remember, he prayed this and wrote this psalm when his sin with Bathsheba was exposed. Mm -hmm. And he was convicted by what he had done. And he, it was tearing him up on the inside. And David, because God called him a man after his own heart. And one of the reasons that David was a man after God's own heart is because David understood the depth of his sin in regards to how it affected God and how it broke God's heart. Yeah. We, we just heard somebody say recently the difference between re religion and relationship is religion, you, when you commit a sin, you feel bad because you broke a rule. Yeah. In relationship, relationship. you feel bad when you sin because you broke God's heart. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, yeah, David I mean, was very much that way. David was very much that way. I think the biggest thing for me that strikes me, like when I read this personally and I'm, we, we talk, we look at David. I mean, everybody knows who King David is. And everyone says, well, look at that relationship that he had with God. But he also did commit great sin. But at the same time, mm -hmm. he lived from a place, uh, an understanding that he actually had an intimate, real relationship with God. And this yeah. was pre-Jesus, right? Yeah. So it's, mm -hmm. it's Jesus came to restore that right relationship with God. So, but D David knew that, he would be able to run to the father and seek refuge and forgiveness. And only God could, mm -hmm. could, could heal, could fix, could restore. And it's, I mean, to me, the verse that comes to mind too, is that Proverbs 16. And I like the amplified version. It says all the ways of a man are clean, 
and innocent in his own eyes, and he may see nothing wrong with his actions, but the Lord weighs and examines the motives and intents of the heart and mm-hmm. knows the truth. So like you're saying, it's what's what's really amazing about David is even as his as a king and even as someone who did what he when he chose to sin, he, he ran back to the Lord versus mm-hmm. running away from in fear, out of fear of punishment, of punishment, I'm sorry. And because he knew that God would be the one to be like, okay, yeah, I, I know your heart. Um and I want to help you there. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it, and you, you kind of touched on this just now with what you said, but I was going to raise the question that's asked quite often. And I've always wondered this growing up was how do you have a pure or a clean heart? And still, and, and still, I still sin though. Yeah. So everybody's fallen short of the glory of God. Everybody sins. Yeah. God forgives. Thank you. know, Thank you, Jesus, for that. Um, is it possible to have a pure heart when you're still sinning? You know, and what you said about David really kind of nails that point. It's, it's, um, David was labeled by God himself as a man after my own heart. Yeah. And David's still blowing it. Yeah. So that should answer your question right there. That yes, you can still sin and still be considered a pure hearted person. Yeah. Really what it is, is if it's purity of intentions and emotion and thoughts and, 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 uh, there's a big difference in between that and just living sinfully in your thought life, yeah. in your emotions, in your intentions. You know what I mean? We all know the difference because yeah. we've all been there on both sides of that fence. Right. It's like, um, you know what, God, I have the best of intentions. Like kind of like David says in one of the other Psalms, like search me and know me, search my heart, search the intentions of my heart. Mm-hmm. You know that I don't have any wickedness in my intentions right now, that I'm not dwelling on sinful things that I'm not thinking about things all the time that I shouldn't be right. that, that I don't have, um, you know, evil plans in my heart or, um, I'm dwelling on things that, that I know are destroying me on the inside, yeah. but I still blow it from time to time. There's a big difference between that and having your thought life and your emotions dwelling constantly on some kind of sinful behavior or sinful thought pattern or demonic stronghold that you've allowed in and you're not shaking yourself out of. Right. And I think like the biggest kicker here is that when we, and when you do that and you're not thinking about how it affects God, Mm -hmm. that's the key, right? Like if you still, if you were to speak from the heart, like if you still struggle with that intimacy with God, Mm -hmm. right. Um, I mean, we could, break it down, you know, how it says, how it's easy usually to, to kind of grasp when we think of God, it's like having a relationship with our earthly father. But I'll just say this is think of the people who you are, who you love and you cherish in your life, right? So whether that is your parents or your children or your spouse or your siblings, and you always are thinking of ways to love on them, to help them, to please them, to work with, you know, whatever that is, mm-hmm. it's actually probably better to look at it from a an equal, right? Not your children looking at your, your spouse or, Mm -hmm. or your parents and, um, realizing that, you know, when you do things that hurt them, how it hurts you too. Mm -hmm. Right. You know? And I think that that's where David comes from. That David sets Mm -hmm. that model of, man, I really blew it and I hurt your heart. And because of that, I'm hurting too. And that's the, the desire, the intentionality, the mindset that Jesus, uh, God's looking for. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, uh, remember Jesus said in Matthew 5, 8, blessed are the pure in heart for they will see God. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So a good way to, to take your own temperature spiritually in this whole thing is if you're having a hard time hearing and seeing the Lord right now, 
maybe the first thing to evaluate is your thought life. Mm-hmm. What's going on in your head? What are you allowing in there on a regular basis? Yeah. What, are you um, what are you dwelling on? What emotions are way out of balance and you let them be way out of balance and you aren't reeling them in. You're giving them, you're giving excuses to them mm-hmm. as opposed to, uh, or, you know, or justifying them as opposed to bringing them under control because yeah. emotions don't control you. That's your mind controls your emotions. Yeah. Um, so just be- an encouragement to those of you out there, you know, a, a pure heart is a great regulator as in terms of hearing from the Lord or not seeing him work or you don't see him work. Um, and if you're, if you're not hearing him or seeing him at all, mm-hmm. that's a great place to start is evaluate that. So, um, well, the next thing we wanted to kind of touch on then is we kind of wanted to dive into the meaning of when the second part of that verse, when David says, renew a right spirit within me. Mm-hmm. Why did David feel the need for renewal? What, what does a right spirit look like? Mm. Um, Ephesians 4, 23 and 24 says, to be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on the new self mm. created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. So, like so just just like david we can seek continual renewal in our spiritual lives yeah i mean have i'm sure many of you can relate to this <clears throat> this question because i know i can have you ever been in a in a point in your walk or in your life where you just feel stagnant and stale you may not necessarily feel like or maybe you even feel like you you're going backwards yeah but maybe you don't even necessarily feel that you just feel like blah right and you felt that way for a while <clears throat> pardon me um david was there in that moment it wasn't just it, it, what you know what it was was it wasn't just clean out my thought life because of the sin i just committed against you but it was also look i've gotten in i've gotten into a rhythm like the routine i'm going through the motions and i want you to renew me mm. i, I want to be refreshed i want to be made new um you know it, it's uh I, I want fresh water poured yeah. in I'm, I'm sitting in a stagnant pool right now, yeah. you know, a, a, a great way of thinking of it too, is like, um, when Jesus is teaching the disciples how to pray and what we call the Lord's prayer now. And when Jesus is, is teaching them, here's not what to say, but what to talk about. Like here's, here's, you know what I mean? Like he wasn't teaching them <clears throat> just say this word for word every time you pray. Yeah. He was trying to tell them, here's things to talk about. Here's how, here's, here's how I talk to the Father, you know. And when he goes into the whole, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. You know, your kingdom come, your will be done um, on earth as it is in heaven. And then he gets to the point, he says, give us this day our daily bread. Yeah. And what he's talking about there, it's just like, Lord, give me what I need fresh today. I don't, I don't want to live on stagnant, stale bread. Yeah. Because a lot of times we do that. We'll hold on to something that God has said, we're and we're not listening to anything else he's saying, mm-hmm. and we stay there, and we're just we're eating stagnant, stale bread. Yeah. And he's, he's willing to give fresh bread for today. It's really good. And we're missing it. Yeah. And, it's, and David was asking for the same thing. Renew a right spirit within me. Refresh me. Renew me. Um, Breathe new life into me. Yeah. You know. Um, and it's a good point, babe, about the daily bread. I think that what's interesting, too, is how Jesus, 
um, how you said he modeled that prayer. He gave us that prayer to model. It's he's so good. He's so kind. And the fact that he knew we would need to go to the father and get daily bread Mm -hmm. and without like, I think sometimes, like you said, I think sometimes we get in this place to where we get bread and we feel like we have to hold on to it. And you said, God's, you know, he's willing to give fresh bread, but it's Jesus himself was with the father and needed to go to the father daily. So mm-hmm. it's like, sometimes I think it's like we put so much pressure on ourselves um, to feel like we should learn things by now or know things by now and realize that it is a daily um, element of even living out that clean heart and a right spirit. It mm. requires an ongoing daily relationship with God. Right. Yeah. I mean, how, how do you, I mean, what is a right spirit? I mean, it's basically just, it's in right standing with God. Mm. That's what he means by right spirit. Like put me back to the right, in the right place yeah. with you in terms of um, my relationship with you, in terms of, of my um, dynamic with you, in terms of how we're connected and interacting with each other. Put me back to where it need, I need to be because I've obviously got out of sync. I've obviously stepped out of the, out of my lane and... Um, you know, how, how do we even do that? How do you attain a, a clean heart and a renewed spirit? I mean, really, a, a huge thing is repentance. Mm-hmm. Um, it's true. Asking the Lord for forgiveness, um, trusting in his grace in the process. But there's a big difference between saying I'm sorry and repenting. That's true. And saying I'm sorry is is one thing if it's heartfelt. Yeah. Um. But repentance is actually the definition of that word means to turn and go the other way. Mm-hmm. So the difference between saying I'm sorry and repenting is a lot of people will say I'm sorry and never change anything. Sure. Repenting is I said I'm sorry and I never have to say it again because I'm not doing that direction anymore. Yeah. With that Changing topic. Changing the way I act. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, First John 1 John 1.9 says if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just and will forgive us all our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Yeah. I mean, you want to have a clean heart. There's the key right there, that last phrase of that verse. And purify us from all unrighteousness. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, you know, all right, Lord, I need to own some thought patterns that I shouldn't be having. I need to own um, what's going on in my, in my spirit, in my heart, in my actions, in my words, in the intents of the heart. Um, kind of like what David prayed. Again, I cited this a second ago, but I mean, search me and know me. Like, look, in, look inside of me deep. Only you can, and create in me a clean heart, mm-hmm. and renew my spirit. Um, just it's it's that simple, really. It's that yeah. practical and easy of a of a prayer to make, and a thing to ask. And he's eager to do that. Yeah, that's why the First John one nine says he's faithful and just, and will forgive. Is that phrase like I will do this when you ask me? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to hesitate. That's really cool. Um. So how do you live out, I guess a good thing to ask would be now would be in pra- just living this practically would be how do you, how do you live out a clean heart and a right spirit today? Mm. Um, how do you walk that out? Yeah. How do you stay in that place? Um, one, one big one is, and it's kind of what we talked about um, a few weeks ago, actually, when we were talking about the fruit of the spirit and the gifts of the spirit mm-hmm. and the importance of the fruit over the gifts, mm-hmm. they're both important, but the fruit is character. Sure. And Galatians 5, 22 and 23, 
uh, especially um, discuss the fruits there. But the fruits are of the spirit. I mean, there's no other way to put this. The fruits of the spirit are the evidence of a clean heart. Yeah. And I would even say, how do you, so how do you grow in those? I think a lot of times we, it's so important for us to, of course, meditate on the word, but the fruit doesn't grow unless we're faced with circumstances. And, but God, because he's good, it's not, he's going to throw circumstances at you to challenge you and that you feel, you know, okay, he's doing this to, I, it, it is that way, but he, what he does is he puts opportunities in your path in order that you grow in those mm-hmm. areas because he loves you. Mm-hmm. And I think like what you're saying, it's, it, we, we, we grow and we maintain the clean heart and the right spirit by prayer, but that's really having ongoing, consistent conversation with mm-hmm. God, no matter the emotion, no matter what we have or haven't done. It's, it's, it's love-based versus fear-based really, because a lot of times what we do is we come to him after we've committed sin, um, when we're not feeling like it and we feel like we should, or, and also, you know, instead of going to others for help or with questions before we go down paths, start thinking certain ways that lead to certain actions, mm-hmm. we do it after because we're afraid and we, we just expect punishment. So it, one, some ways to actually, to really maintain that clean heart and the right spirit is to get with people who know the Lord who you love and have that relationship with and sort through stuff as you're in it before the actions happen. Right. Because mm-hmm. then it's, cause that's how God wants us to, to live in that community. It's, Hey, I'm, I'm today's not a good day. Here's what's on my heart. Here's the stuff that I'm going through. And I want to do this and realizing that that's normal. And that's mm-hmm. what God wants us to do versus, Oh, I did this. I messed up. Oops. And yeah. <laughs> and, uh, not walking it out together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, uh, um, that's where integrity comes from. Yeah. It, right. It's a. It's when you you. That's that's what we call living. Integrity is what we call live living out day to day with a clean heart and a yeah. right spirit. It's I'm going to do what's right, even when no one but God knows my heart right, right. now. You know, and that's the definition of integrity. There's a lot of people that claim integrity and it's because they can act a good act in front of people. But real integrity is, are you still doing the right thing when no one's looking, when no one cares or even harder when everyone else is doing the opposite. Yeah. When you're surrounded by people you respect and they're doing something that defies in your heart, you know, God wants for you and they're doing the opposite and you're the only one who's standing. That's integrity. Yeah. You know, or even too on that side is when you're labeled a certain way. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, can I, will I still pursue the Lord? Will I still walk in integrity or will I allow the Lord to avenge me? If I know I'm walking in integrity and others see me as a, as not right. Yeah. Others see me as there's no way there's judgment. So, um, I, I even think David probably dealt with that, you know, he's king. Oh, yeah. So he's yeah. done all these things and people are like, you shouldn't be king anymore. Or you don't, you don't have a, you don't know God. You wouldn't mm-hmm. have done those things. I mean, things. his son says that later, Absalom. Yeah. I make a better king than you. Yeah. And who, yeah. how did, I mean, you did these things basically, you know, he had those judgments flying. Um, you're not, God doesn't love you or you should be rejected by him or mm-hmm. you should be punished. And sorry, yeah. God, God's the one who, who chooses that. And that helps me too, as we move forward is ask, maybe asking the Lord too, and who in your life, because it's, it's, it's always the opportunities, right? He's always going to give us chances. It's not just about us. It's he works on us so that we can love outwards, right? So that we can 
bring the kingdom to people mm -hmm. it's already here but we can can invite them and a lot of times it's he's going to put people in your path that you, now it's like are they what side of them are we seeing or what side of them are we willing to see mm -hmm. yeah i mean it just just like we've talked about before with the fruits of the spirit you know the presence of the holy spirit is heavy on somebody when the fruit is evident mm -hmm. by by their fruit they're known mm -hmm. is what jesus said it's like a you know it, you can see ministries and churches thriving, but if the fruit is not present, then the Holy Spirit's not present. Right. It's it's the evidence that He's there. The gifts are not the evidence that He's anointing, like sure. this person or this movement or this Greek. He because He's going to do that no matter what. Yeah. It says the gifts are without repentance. The calling of God is without repentance. In other sure. words, I'm going to exhibit my power and my love for people no matter how these people might be acting. Yeah. But the fruit doesn't say that. The fruit is only evident when our hearts are connected with his in the right way, mm -hmm. when we have a clean heart, when the ministry is, it has a pure, it's pure hearted yeah. and it's in its, at its core. And when the minister is pure hearted at its core, you see the fruit exhibited. And in, in that way, um, you'll see kindness come out of people because the Holy Spirit's present on them. Yeah. You'll see spiritual discipline. In other words, like I'm gonna sit, I'm gonna sit down and read my my Bible even when I don't want to. Right. Um, I'm gonna spend time praying even when I don't feel like it. You discipline yourself to do it anyways because you want to hold on to this that right spirit. Yeah. Um, you know, it's there's a reason why Jesus said that the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. Um, we have to fight to hold on a lot of the time, and I think. It's one of those verses that's passed over quite a bit, but I think, I think we all can relate to that. Man. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, you know, to have peace, you have to fight for it. Mm -hmm. And it, it's one of those things that this world is such a confusing mess yes. all the time. It's just a whirlwind of just bizarre craziness. And to hold on to Jesus, sometimes you got to fight for that. Yeah. Sometimes you have, to, you have to fight your own flesh and be like, I have to sit down and listen to him today. Yeah. I have to sit down and not just sit down and talk to him because prayer a lot of the time is one-sided yeah. and we don't take any time to hear what he has to say back mm -hmm. after we wish list him to death True. for 20 minutes. But it's, it, it, it's, I got, I have to discipline my mind and bring it under subjection so that I can walk in integrity and have a clean heart and have a renewed spirit because mm -hmm. only he can do that. And if we don't discipline ourselves to connect with him as often as we can, yeah. Then we get disconnected from what keeps our heart clean and our spirit pure. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and I would say too if you're in a place where you're really struggling to maintain that to you know to desire a clean heart and a right spirit or if there's things throw coming your way, I would argue that it's the enemy is throwing flaming darts to get you distracted mm. because your intentions, you're, you're starting to acknowledge and register that I want this. My heart is for the Lord. I'm going to pursue that. So don't take it as, again, threats in the sense where it's like, oh my gosh, all these bad things are happening to me. What do I do? It's, it's opportunities to stand strong and seek the Lord even more. Mm -hmm. And I know that that is where you and I um, really are personally too, in certain ways where it's, so it's that Lord, okay, 
I don't want to give into temptation or leave doors open mm -hmm. because things are things are re maybe they're harder harder than we expected or things aren't going the way that you had planned or whatever that is. So it's um, when we are in those situations, it's register and recognize that um, like you're saying it's war, but it's worth it mm -hmm. to go after that. Yeah, to go after him. Absolutely. I mean, it's there's nothing more worth it. I mean, if if we can't if we can't see that, then what are we doing this for? Yeah, he is our daily yeah, bread. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing and no one more worth it than Jesus. Yeah. So it's, it's not just a thing we do. It's he no. is our life. Yeah, he is yeah. the food that we we're not, consume. Yeah, we're not trying to just be better people. No, we don't need Jesus for that. No. We, yeah, to be a good person, whatever that means. Yeah, we we yeah. we're we're striving to have a relationship with the one person who's worth it yeah. more than anything else. Yeah, you know. Um, so just just uh. Think back on what we talked about with this. See where it applies to your life. Um, look at the transformative power of, of David's prayer for a clean heart and a renewed spirit. Take note that he, he repented. Mm -hmm. I mean, truly repented. Because the, the, the rest of the David's story chronicled in the Bible, he never makes that mistake again. He never falls in that sin again. Mm -hmm. It's like, I learned, I repented. I, I'm, I'm a different man. I, I, I'm going to cling to you. I'm yep. going to be a better man in that. Wait, you know yep. what I mean? And, and um, so there was true transformative power there yeah. in David's heart. And we, so we just really want to encourage you um, to just reflect on your own spiritual condition yeah. and to seek God's grace for inner renewal, for what he's trying to refresh and, and make clean in that way. Um, there's and, a, there's a yeah. reason why so many, there's so many stories of Jesus cleaning the lepers Yes, is, isn't because he actually did it. Although he did, those are all historical accounts, but they're also in there to show that he cleans us spiritually, yeah. that only he can make us clean, yeah. you know? And, and just before we go, it's like, they're just hear this. Like there is nothing you've ever done or ever will do. No matter if you've been a believer for a long time or recently or not. Right. Mm -hmm. No, like. He can cleanse that, mm -hmm. and he wants you to be in right standing with him. I think sometimes we, we, we put ourselves in this box of, okay, once I'm a Christian, I shouldn't do these things anymore, and that's the enemy's plan to distance us from deep intimacy with God. Sure. So it's like that it's actually God is saying, I am the opposite mm -hmm. of that. So just take that today as you go forward in your life and register that there's nothing you can say or do that can keep him away from you. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And we just want to extend prayer out for, for anyone who is hearing this and needs it. And, yeah. and the Holy Spirit's doing some things in your head and in your heart right now. We just, we ask in Jesus name that Holy Spirit, that you move on every listener, that you bring just transformation and renewal to their whole souls, to their hearts, to their minds in Jesus' name, that you would stoke a fire in them to want to live with a clean heart and a renewed, refreshed spirit, that they would seek you out with desperation for fresh daily bread, and that they would um, press in to you to, um, as only you're the only one that can do this, to purify and cleanse emotion and desire and thought. Um, forgive us for um, letting our emotions get out of control. Forgive us for letting our thoughts not be under the discipline of mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit. And um, yeah, God, just encourage every listener 
um, with excitement, a new refreshed excitement for you because you're a God of wonders and you're yeah. amazing. Uh, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So just reflect on these reflection questions. Um, they're designed to just take you deeper into this conversation. And for those of you who are um, free subscribers, especially, we want to encourage you to, to check out the paid subscriber up, um, option. You get these podcasts every week instead of every month. Yeah. Uh, we put out a new one every Friday instead of once a month. So, so there's just a lot of really good content and material there that you're missing. And we want to encourage you to try to grab a hold of that because there's just a lot that God is saying and doing right now. Um, so just check out the link on the email for that. So again, we thank you all and we just continue to lift you up in prayer. And We can't wait to hear more from you. And so until next time, we'll see you later. Have a great week. Bye, everybody. Bye.